mashed potatoes and sweet potato casserole with that fucking marshmallow shit on top that everyone eats. I never had this. Trash South Street. You never had it? No, not with marshmallow. No, that's like the classic. Seriously. Uh, well, anyway, sweet. before we get into it, I'm Lou. I'm JVZ. Uh, yeah, anyway, Thanksgiving. So, you never had sweet potato like with the uh, marshmallows and shit? Not with the marshmallow on it. They would usually just be like cinnamon and brown sugar on top. And no, that too. Or, I mean, but never marshmallow. Yeah, but then you just eat the marshmallow stuff up top. Maybe no. it's a Sessa family it, recipe. Maybe it's from your Italian heritage. Italian, well, the Italians, Pollocks. the Pollocks invented the marshmallow. <laughs> yes, they did. That's actually a good thing. I wonder who invented the marshmallow. Yeah, we'll see. So yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Did you give thanks? I did. I gave thanks that it's over with. I gave thanks that my kitty is still with us. Yeah, so you go first. Talk about Mr. Asano. We both had a really busy weeks, mm-hmm. along with family stuff and mm-hmm. kitty stuff, school stuff. But uh, last Sunday, well, my, to start off, my cat threw up water. He like never really drinks water. So Sunday morning, last Sunday morning, he came comes in my, my bedroom and is just crying. I thought he wanted food or something, and he goes in the litter box and doesn't pee. Tries mm. to pee, thinks he peed, nothing's behind him. I'm mm. like, oh my god, his kidneys are done. He's probably yeah. going to be dead. Take him to the emergency vet, and it was a blockage. Mm. So, uh, And then they end up doing bladder surgery, and they took two big stones out of his bladder. So he's confined to one room with a Elizabethan collar, yes. and um, he's doing well. He's doing good, mm. but um, I think he might need another five days to maybe a week with that collar on yeah because he's gonna lick the shit out of that that's usually <laughs> what happens if they don't yeah. worry it off he probably takes it off when you're not in there if he hears you coming he puts it back on. <laughs> yes that's what he does oh. but i feel bad for him because he's you like all cats they're like clean freaks so mm-hmm. he'll have like litter kind of by his butt and like by his tail and like and you know it drives him crazy yeah you know? he can't lick his own asshole i feel bad yeah so I lick it for him. Yeah, you're like... Yeah. It's like a Starfire licks... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what's its name? I can't remember the slug thingy name. So um, yeah, I tend to my pussy a lot. Yeah. Ooh. So nice. <laughs> uh, my kitty cat takes a big old shit every morning right around the time I'm brushing my teeth. She's looking at us. Yeah, she's judging us. <laughs> hey, baby. That's <laughs> yeah, a kitty. But yeah, other than that, yeah. That's the hooker on your couch. Yeah, hooker. Yeah, that's what I call her kitty. She's got claws. <laughs> so you've had a busy week. I've had a very busy week. So I went out to Capitol Grill Thursday with my fam. I'm surprised you're open. Oh, they were super busy too. Really? Not even just open. Um, nothing too exciting there. I did order a drink and my father was like, whoop. Like um, I was like an alcoholic. Bark like a bulldog. Well, that's my my father. My dad impression is if you say anything, he'll go whoop whoop like that, and that's literally that's a good impression of him. But there was nothing too exciting. I there. did hear your dad say monkeys when he was at your yeah monkeys. Class. He was like well, monkey. monkeys. Yeah, that'll make this shit up. It's a, like uh, like collector like action figures and stuff like that. He calls it's, monkeys. Yeah, but it's not like a term of affection. No. It's like. It's, it's like weird. it's like using conjecture with fucking. So these fucking monkeys. He isn't like John. <laughs> yes, it's just um, weird that he picked monkeys. I don't get it. I don't know. I wonder if it like came from my probably my grandfather. I don't know. Probably from a time when they you'd buy your children actual monkeys. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So Friday, I had a wedding. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not gonna because I had to be sensitive. I'm not gonna talk about the wedding. Instead. I'm just going to say some words. Okay. They're not related to the wedding at all. Okay. I'm just going to say some words. And you can comment as you feel soothed. Ready? Go for it. K. 
kill. Corset. Renaissance Fair. Renaissance? Renaissance Fair. Renaissance Fair. Zelda, as in The Legend of Zelda, as in The Legend of Zelda was featured prominently as music. The Blessing of Frigga, a Norse goddess of the hearth. As in maybe the officiant. Was, was Bran getting married? Bran Brownsey was there, yeah. Um, Sergeant Pepper. We're getting to the point where I'm trying to really dance around some shit. Um, so anyway. Was there like a steampunk convention? It was one step short of steampunk. Which isn't good or bad. I'm just saying words. I'm just saying words. Um, Coldplay. Um, I said Sergeant Pepper. Hello. As in that might have been the the song of... Uh, what did they... Uh, what was their first dance to? Might have been Legend of Zelda. No. They were not really a dance. It was kind of weird. It was really? More... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> The fucking Mulan song. Have you been to a wedding where they play the Mulan song? No. I've been to three. It's not a particularly good song, and just everyone goes fucking ape shit over it. No, I most of, I haven't been to a wedding. In, I went to no. actually. I was went to a wedding last year. Um, Pitbull. Yeah, that's as in yeah. I know that's not surprising. And that like I was like this. The only reason this guy has a career is so white people can dance at weddings <laughs> to his songs. Blue jeans, as in someone. Thought it was appropriate to wear blue jeans. Well, really? I gave you a clue who it was. Who? 25 to 50% of our audience <laughs> wore blue jeans and Chuck Taylors to this wedding. That doesn't surprise me. And then maybe commented, oh, other people are kind of dressed up for this. Well, was it blue je- Was it the blue jeans or like dressed like a steampunk kid? Most people were in suits. Okay. All right. So I think that's about it. Uh, let's and see. Then when what happened uh, yesterday? Well, I could talk about that. Was a <laughs> I going to talk about that? That's <laughs> speaking ill of the dead. So anyway, Lou had a funeral the very next day. Yeah. So, so it was a uh, pleasant. And I'm thinking the entire time, what about my needs? <laughs> like I have like video games to play. I got a Christmas tree to put up. Yeah. Great kitty needs some attention. Oh, she left. Yeah, she um, went your room to pee on your bed. Probably. So I have not had a relaxing three days. Today's I've, probably your like, first day. Yeah, it is. And I have to study for a test. Yeah. I have been watching The Young Ones, though. Yeah? Yeah. Realize how little sense The Young Ones fucking makes. <laughs> it never did. Know what I watched, actually? What? Tracy Ullman's show. No, I haven't back, seen that in back years. Back on um, HBO. And it said mm-hmm. 2017. So mm-hmm. I watched, like, I binge-watched, like, three episodes. And... Mm-hmm. It's like how Tracy Ullman always is. Some of them are like hilarious and some of them are like, eh. Yeah. But a couple of them were like cracking me up. So they're, they're, at, they're at a card store and the lady comes in and she's yeah. like, uh, I'm looking for a card. And <laughs> it's like the explicit ones are there, the sexual ones are there. Yeah. And then they were just all like, want to get shagged, look at my pussy. Yeah. Like, and she's like, it's just for my elderly neighbor to yeah. birthday. <laughs> It was just funny. Do you remember the SNL sketch with Patrick Stewart and the erotic bakery? (laughs) And then there was one, like, this chick... Tracy's obviously dressed as some chick trying to get a job. She's like, I don't know, and I don't get it. It's like, fuck the police. Just stupid shit like that. It's good. I used to love Tracy. They bring back the fucked up, like, horribly drawn Simpsons? No, they didn't. (laughs) They didn't. How about we talk about some music? (laughs) Yeah, some music. I'm trying to think... Um, I don't know, when's the last time we did this? Two, three weeks ago? Yeah, no, I think it's been a little more. I think Louis C.K. had him. Yeah, outed, which I always heard that as he a was. Beater, I've yeah. heard that story a lot longer. Well, that's time been ago. going around a while. Um, um, yeah, it's just more and more people coming out. And David Cassidy's still alive. No, he's dead. 
No, when we did it last yes, time. Yes, when we did it last time. His last wish was to hear the podcast. No, I'm trying to think if I went to any con. Oh, I went and saw um, Off With Their Heads and Tim Barry at the uh, Underground Arts, and I ran into Alicia and Alicia, oh. and we were bullshitting. It was a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, Off With Their Heads are playing this Saturday, but I probably will not be seeing them. Oh. I'm supposed to go see cro and stuff. That's mm-hmm. even if I go with the kitty cat. Yeah. But I think that was the only show I had. Yeah, nothing. The only show is. Been... I have a bunch of stuff. We have Marcy coming up. Yeah, I have Chromags, and then um, a couple. Maybe I'll see Converge, and I have tickets to see Ceremony and nothing. But... See what Marcy said. And then, uh... Yeah, I saw the Shirley. I didn't read, even read. I didn't even need to read what Marcy yeah. said because I'm sure it was Marcy asking, yeah. just him Being... arguing the skies green instead of blue. Yeah. But I saw uh, Shirley like slammed him. Yeah, uh, Marcy said what that. Uh... Harvey Weinstein and Donald Trump are being unfairly prosecuted or persecuted. I'll never figure that man out. Yeah, he's a odd one. All right. Well, let's talk about music. Sure. Want me to go first or what not? Uh, you can go first. Direct hit pairs. Split release off Fat Records called Human Movement. Came out, I guess, in October or, or November of this year. Direct Hit is out of Milwaukee. They have three albums out, and it's very pop punk. Each side, I think, had like five or six songs. Uh, the Direct Hit, uh, I was never really into them. They're just like a little too bubblegum poppy for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not saying they're bad. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But the first song uh, is called You Got What You Asked For, and it was very like different. I'm like, holy shit, did they change their style? It's very like, like this anarcho-punk of the 90s, like profane existence I was sounding. Then it was kind of goes to like the pop punk. Yeah, I was, I was very surprised by the first song because yeah. it's like nothing like anything. And then they do a Pairs cover, "You're Boring," and it was a decent mm-hmm. cover. And then the last song was a little harder, um, called it "Nothing." And yeah, as I said, it was okay. It was it not wasn't bad or anything. Yeah. Um, and then Pairs. First time I listened to it, I was like, "Eh," I just wasn't into it. There's something weird mixing with his vocals. I don't, like it just didn't sound. It almost sounded like a little overproduced, and I just felt like his vocals were off. And then I went back and listened to it again, and I, and then again, and again, and then I love it now. That's what happened, yeah. <laughs> um, hey There Begonia is the first song, and it's like a pure pairs song. Um, they have like a little system of a down homage to it a little bit. Like, wake up! Ardeus Angel is probably my favorite song on the album. It's very catchy, it's fun, but it's still hard. Uh, Misery Loves Company, I told you we should listen to that song. I think it was that one. Yeah. Because it has a... Uh, Hit the bodies, hit the floor. Be crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, interesting lyrics. Um, it almost when he's like screaming, it's like slightly reminds me of Sturgeon from Leftover Crack a mm-hmm. little bit, the way it sounds. Um, and then they covered "The World Is Ending," a direct hit song, and I actually like it. It's pretty, pretty fun. I, reading the lyrics, it almost seems like it's about a serial killer or something, but it's just done to very poppy. Like, and then the last song was good. I forget what it's called. Overall, I really like I like it. I really like I like the pairs more than the direct mm-hmm. hit. Um, as I said, I didn't particularly like it at all when I first listened to it. Then I had to give it a couple listens. Yeah, and I really really like it. Also, with the pairs, they had like like weird subtle instruments in the background. Did you notice that it'll be like a or like a yeah, like one did. like note of a keyboard and stuff? Yeah. Like, and it was just weird. Like, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought Mollusk Math had a very speed metal intro. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the pairs better as well. Although I liked um, off the direct hit, Blood on Your Tongue, I think was my favorite part of that. Okay. I was kind of surprised. Like, it seemed like six and six 
She's pretty beefy for a split, right? Me too. Yeah, I thought I was it was like, which usually, is fine. You yeah, know, it's there's fast songs. There's, there's, but yeah. I remember when I looked at it, I was like, ooh, this is a lot. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's good. I like it. So if you're mm. a Pears fan or you like direct hit, check it out. Yes. I like it. The end. The end. Amel and the Sniffers. Yes. So Amel and the Sniffers. <laughs> Amel uh, and the Sniffers? Amel. Oh, okay. It's not much better. It's an Amel <laughs> Nitrate. Poppers. Oh. Papas. Cool. Rush. Locker Room. Mm-hmm. Jungle Juice. <laughs> I can't think of any other names. Garage Punk Band out of Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. You, you ever see, like, any movie or TV show where there's a battle of the bands? Yeah. Amel the Sniffers is the band that's just finishing up before, <laughs> like, the main band comes on. I could see that. So that's what it reminded me of. Like, I was at a loss for things to listen to mm-hmm. um, for this podcast, at least at first. Um, I tried Church Girls. They just did not do it for me. Really could not get into it. Yeah. So after much wandering, I came across Amel and the Sniffers. Uh, the album is, the EP is Big Attraction. Mm-hmm. It's six songs, approximately 10 minutes long. Yeah, that's what I like and this it. It's all like very quick, stripped down fast, sort of pre, pre-hardcore pre punk it like, scene. It was like 80s punk to me. Yes. Yeah. And that, I mean, there's not a lot else to say. It's just, it's fun. It's good. You know, they don't get overly complicated with the lyrics. The first song, it reminded me straight of if Courtney Barnett was was Aussie. It just had her, like... Well, the Courtney sound Barnett of, is Aussie. I know. Like, yeah. But it's if she was, like, a punk... Uh, yeah. But that, that's what it... Slightly, that first song, and then her voice didn't really sound that way anymore. But that yeah. first song, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The accent was, like, a little... Uh, my favorite songs are uh, Westgate. Oh, that sounded like, kind of like the cramps. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why I have uh, that Baldaria music with cramps. I Yes. And then um, 70s Street Munchies, the final song of the album. Yeah. Which is just walking around eating against food and dressed like it's the 1970s. Yeah. So that's it. It's It's fun. It's short. It's fun. They had another EP last year. Okay. This came out February. And they're getting ready to put out a double EP. So they're basically taking both EPs and I guess making a super EP. (laughs) A super EP. So I don't know. That's it. Like I hope they put out something Yeah, they were fun. I, I liked it. Yeah. When did that come out? You know? February this year. Oh, that's right. Okay. So it was this year. That was my big criteria this time is music that came out in 2017. <laughs> uh, Angel Olsen Phases. It came out uh, November this year. And it's a collection of never released tracks, B-sides, demos. And are you a fan of the AO, the Angel Olsen? I do love the AO. Well, if you are not a fan of the AO, you shouldn't buy this. No. <laughs> I liked it. Overall, it's like, you know what you're getting with a collection of B-sides. It's obviously not going to be all hits. The songs I did like was special. It's very, like, folky, bluesy. I said, that was some Chelsea Wolf shit. <laughs> um, I thought that special sounded more like Holly Go Lightly. How more, like, if... You... It, it builds into that. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Dream. Very lo-fi, folky, uh, Jefferson Airplane-esque feel to it. Yeah. And For You, that is very folky. And it almost reminds me of something like Zoe Dachanel would sing. Mm-hmm. Was that She and Him? She and Him. So it almost sounded like something with them. It's a good collection of songs. I said it's very bluesy, like Jeff Jefferson Airplane, and then it's a lot of country as well. It's a good overall release. By the end, the last three songs, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm over this. <laughs> That's like my only complaint about it. But yeah, it's good. I... Yeah, and I guess the biggest thing is like, if you don't like AO, then you have no business. Yeah. I would also say if you are unfamiliar with Angel Olsen, don't have this be your starting Yeah, this album. is sort of, yeah. Now I love Angel Olsen. Um, 
I love the AO. Yeah, she's I also like the OA on Netflix, but I love the AO. So I thought this was really good. There's I don't not much the... you can say about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You, um, it's just interesting to see her voice, just how different it is at times. Not that it's mm-hmm. that different. Well, here's something. Do you think in the history of music, there's ever been a B-side slash rarities album that was a good starter album yeah, for anybody? that's true. I don't know. That, a lot of the garbage stuff, it could straight be single. So I know we talk about garbage a lot. <laughs> but like their first like two albums especially, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even t- probably into the third, they put out like enough... They basically put out enough to do three double albums. Yeah. Um, and then they sort of unfortunately... Well, if you're a garbage fan, unfortunately, if you don't like garbage movies for the best, <laughs> um, eased off on that. Yeah. Well, it helps now you can just like throw up stuff on a 10-inch or something. That's what yeah. they seem to do now. You put out your cassette. Yeah, the cassette. Your single. single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electric. You, you could take your electric youth and your... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, my um, Whitney Houston. I want to dance your, with somebody. Your Frente. Frente. I found like a Frente. Frente. So when I was moving out, I found... Uh, Frente Bizarre Love Triangle Ooh. on Kissingle. Kissingle. And then, like, so Kissingles are basically someone came up with the idea of putting a single song or one or two songs Usually on a two. cassette. And a lot of times, the, the like, the B-side would just be a remix of the A-side. Well, it's when they were phasing out, like, a seven at, like, 45s and LPs, and mm-hmm. I think they started doing the Kissingle. Or trying to, yeah. because we saw... Because CDs survived. were kind of like a little expensive then. Yeah, they were expensive and they had their crazy packaging. Mm-hmm. But, um... The one the cool thing about the crazy packaging, you could use it on your wall for, like, art. Yeah. I used to have, like, Misfits and Danzig yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. Good that's stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's my... That's Angel Olsen. All right. And she's going to be playing Philly two nights... Sometime in December, like December 11th and 12th, something like that, yeah. in um, at the Union Transfer. I would love to go, but mm-hmm. I have entirely too much stuff on my I plate. do, too, around that time of year. Yeah. So, that brings us to Chastity Belt. Yes. Chastity Belt. I used to spend so much time alone. Third full-length album out of Seattle, Washington, fronted by Julia Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Now, Julia Shapiro has made another appearance on this very podcast. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. Boop, 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 boop. So, yes. Um, the this name was, sounded familiar when you said Yeah, it. so, yeah, Childbirth was uh, Julia Shapiro, Brie McKenna of Taco Cat, and Stacey Pecht of Pony Time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a bit confused of whether Chastity Belt is her main gig or she went and did Chastity Belt after Childbirth. Is she still doing stuff with Childbirth? Or? Childbirth? No, nah, not really. But Childbirth, like I see, described as a super group, so it might be a side project. Huh. I don't know. It and, seems like they're all side. They're all do a billion bands. Well, that's I said that before. They all just play in each other's bands and all that. Yeah. So anyway, Chastity Belt. This is uh, like third album. This is off uh, Hardly Art. That's, um, I think, like Julie Ruin projects on that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. And this came out uh, June of this year. Listen to it. I'm listening. Did you listen to it? I, I told you I don't listen to the three songs all because right. they weren't all up. A common theme with a lot of this, um, I'm call feminist pop up. Basically, the, the particular like. What the, are you trying to say? <laughs> the the Seattle dirty man. I know your thingy. <laughs> well, it's funny. So I'm going to pause and go into now sequitur. So a band I was really eager to uh, to do what was fuck you pay me, <laughs> which I was like, there's no way I can do this. <laughs> uh, fuck you pay me is a. A feminist, an African-American feminist punk band out of L.A. 
Well, there's another fuck you pay me too. Yeah, yeah. that's I, I did fuck you pay me this, out of Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, this is different. So the yeah, one but, I was thinking of is um, I was like the Nine Shock Terror. No, I like a lot, but the, I I. I You're believe like, there's I some. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, not without. Um, it's like reviewing B- Bikini Kill. Yeah, it's it's worse <laughs> <laughs> because there's a racial element there too. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. That fuck you pay me is really good. So yeah, traditionally like a sort of a key a key um, element element. Thank you of these of these bands and that scene, mm-hmm. the the Pacific Northwest scene. It's sort of a sardonic wit about them. Sounds like an irony. Like childbirth would be the perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, Mommy Long Legs, Taco Kid, all that stuff. This album doesn't really have that. Hmm. Uh, this album's very serious, uh, melancholy. I was even say sad at times. Mm-hmm. And deeply personal. I really liked it. Hard to describe musically. Um, if, you're, if you're not really a fan of, we'll say, the dissonant guitar and bass riffs, it's probably not for you. It sounded kind of like a 90s alt. There's a lot of 90s alt. The um, a little bit. Like that 5 a.m. 5 a.m. We'll go into it. But so the title track is actually very uh, 90s grunge. Mm-hmm. There's a song on there like Stuck that actually has a Speedy Ortiz style riff that I was like, hmm. did they rip this off? Yeah, I could say, you know what? When I first listened to it, it it's uh, it's kind of remind me of Speedy Ortiz now that you say that. Because yeah. I was like, oh, that does not surprise me that Luke. So like I said, elements of light noise, like, like some dissidents, a little new wave, a little this, a little that, a little sunshine, a little rain. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all over the place. Most of the songs, like when you boil them down to, are about getting out of your head. Okay. Whether it's in relationships or just general anxiety. Um, like I said, very serious. Uh, the closest thing to sort of a, I don't use witty because it has a negative connotation. A lighter song is Complain, which is just Julia Shapiro singing about like this party she doesn't want to be at. But then it turns into this sad like... You know, I really want to be here, but I want to be in this scene, and it's like this <laughs> conflict. I'll have to listen to it on YouTube, because I'm sure they're all yeah, definitely. So listed on there. A few standouts would be uh, This Time of Night, which is either about waking up out of a blackout in someone else's bed, or just an anxiety attack. I think it's about an anxiety attack. Okay. But my favorite would be 5 a.m., mm-hmm. which is about basically having manic thoughts, in this case about someone, and be like... Well, you know, we really need to resolve, but but this is not the time to do it. So it's like, rest, she's wrestling with herself to like, should I just call this person up at 5 a.m.? And it's this whole thing about, like, something like... I totally you, get it. I, I mean, I get it too, like, perfectly. And it's, you know, the thing is, though, if I give in, sort of giving that person the power. Yeah. And just being bitter makes you old. And it's, it's a conflict. So there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of dissonance. You never feel quite settled in this music uh-huh. and i i liked it personally i really like yeah I, I, as i said they were only the three on, on um, so they, they put camp, like, but I, I liked out of the three songs they had listed 5 a.m i thought was the best so yeah so that that's something i see like artists seem to be doing now is they give you a taste mm-hmm. give you a little nibble a little nibble a nuber and then you go and buy it and then you go buy it which i did so i would recommend if you like the feminist pop punk alt rock indie rock scene if you like indie rock, this yeah. is a good one, yeah. Good stuff. If you like songs that are tacitly about anxiety and mental illness, <laughs> this would be a good That's one. That's like half the stuff we listen to anyway. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, but this one like really just like stuck with me. It's one of the reasons why I bailed on my third band and saving until the next time. Oh, you know what else? Angel Olsen has a split with Hamilton. I forget the guy's litter. Lynn manuel Miranda? No. 
And you look at him and be like, the guy who wrote Hamilton, the musical. No, um, Hamilton Light... I forget the guy's name. Mm-hmm. She he bleh, she has a single out with him. And it's like a, a love song. It's actually yeah. really... Yeah. They both have like awesome voices and it was, yeah. I forget the name of it. It's not really helping, but that's yeah. that's not on the Faces mm-hmm. album, but it's good. Mm. So that's my little yeah. side footnote on yeah. Angel Olsen. Um, I'm going to barely do a review on this because I don't... Yeah. Converge, okay? Mm-hmm. Converge, The Dusk in Us, Death Wish, uh, November. And it is their ninth album. It is their first release in five years. I like Converge. I'm not the biggest fan, and I don't think I'm like the best to review them. Because they're, they're just so like uh, all over the place. like, And I don't listen to them regularly enough where I think mm-hmm. I can actually like have a great review of the album. Altogether, it's really, really good. Um, Single Tear is probably my favorite song on there. And that's the the first song on the album to open it. And apparently it's about Jacob. Like, I guess he had a kid and it's about his son being born. Mm-hmm. Overall, the release reminds me the most of Jane Doe, which is probably my favorite uh, Converge release. And it kind of has a, elements of everything. It's like metalcore at times. It's hardcore at times. It's melodic hardcore at times. And sometimes it's just straight, like slow. Uh, it's very interesting release. It almost has something for every type of Converge fan because you have some albums that are total yeah. like metalcore and like I'm not into as much. Um, <coughs> but I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's a really good release. Mm-hmm. And if you're into Converge, you would definitely like it. So wow. that is my real quick review on The Dusk. Yeah, oh, nice. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to think a couple other things musically related. Um, I think Kill Rock Stars put out a sampler. Oh, really? For Planned Parenthood. And that's sort of important because it has an unreleased track off of No Cities to Love. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I had a lot of false starts this time. Um, I have a bunch of stuff coming in. I had, um, I think it's called Death of Lovers. Uh, I I might have it wrong. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's the the guys from Nothing. I think it's like three quarters of the band. They do like a synth, like new wave type type band with Mm -hmm. a a female vocalist. And uh, the stuff I heard was really good. It's getting shipped to me. Um, what else did I get? I tried to, um, while you're thinking, a Slavic black metal band called Malokarpatan. And they did some weird Where album. Have it written? Right there. Malokarpatan. Okay. And then Nordkarpatan is the album. And I tried to get into it, but it was just like too much. I felt like, like it's like so much music. At the time, I was like, I need to be less stressed because I felt like I was going to vomit. Um, I read in like New Noise magazine a while ago, there was like some kind of doom black metal band from you know, somewhere in Scandinavia, and like they had the coolest packaging. It was like a mm-hmm. hundred bucks, and it came in like this box, this like wooden box, and like mm-hmm. it had all this crazy engraving on it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know what this band is, and I'm like, I'm not yeah, going to lay down it, 150 bucks for they, it. They make it from the. The wood from a a, a thousand year old church Viking, that got burned yeah, down, yeah, that or, or a Viking ship or something. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I listened to some of it and it wasn't bad. And it's on um, it's on Bandcamp. I'll have to remember the name of the the band. My other review, like I said, I do abandon this time to put it aside. There's another band called Photo Crime that used to be uh, it was like the lead singer from uh, Coliseum. Mm-hmm. He has like a new wave type band and I'm waiting for that to get shipped. Uh, I like the single off of that was pretty good. So there's just like a bunch of stuff. Uh, I didn't listen to the new Quicksand. That came out. A lot of stuff came out. Yeah, but I have a lot of stuff that's like on the verge that I just like in two weeks is going to hit probably. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Giving the push at the end of the year. You know. 
It's our two-year anniversary, everybody. About if we signify like the the weekend after Thanksgiving, yeah, which we know is a bit of a sliding schedule. We should have a party. Well, you know, instead I'm just gonna. The podcast is going to buy some sexy new lingerie and I'm probably going to fall asleep <laughs> on the couch watching Sports Center. Sadly enough, like our next podcast might not be for another like three three weeks. We've got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we're up. in that holiday season. It means it's time to watch Fuller yeah, House. Maybe not. I don't know. I think we'll squeeze out one more yeah. before the end of the year at the least. We should be able to squeeze out one or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other music. Stiff. Mm. Said a bunch of... I've, I haven't listened to the new Morrissey album. I probably won't. I don't mm. really care. <laughs> um, it's called Fuck the Government. Bunch of stuff and um, things. You saw some movies. I did see some movies. I saw Thor. Thor was it's, amazing. It was amazing. Um, my big revelation out of Thor is that um, Jeff Goldblum is, is as close hot. to... Be, it, you know, he's gorgeous. Some people would say he's hot. Or he's was hot. hot. He's still hot. I just imagine him as Brundle Fly. I don't care. Vomiting on his food. Uh, that's... You go out for your two-year anniversary <laughs> to, like, um, someplace nice, and you'd have to puke all over his food and eat all the sugar. <laughs> it would probably ruin the evening. I don't know. What I was going to say is, and this is mainly evident in light of, let's say, everybody being a dirty-dicked garbage penis. Jeff Goldblum is as close to being a creep as you can get while still being likable. Because he's like, oh, he's cool, he's weird. But you see, it just take a little much. What, in Thor or just in general? In general, (laughs) because he... I I like Jeff Goldblum a lot. Mm -hmm. He plays Jeff Goldblum in every movie. He doesn't have a lot of range. Maybe in a... Because he's in Death Wish. Was he? Yeah, it's like his first acting role. He's like one of the thugs in Death Wish. That's funny. And then I was trying to remember... Well, I think he kind of started making a comeback with like when Iggy went down or Iggy goes down. I think that's when you started... That was his um, indie phase of... All the Wachuk Wes Anderson stuff. Yeah. I like so he sort of, yeah, became like a prominent... And I'm just like, holding out hope for that vibes too. They keep holding out hope. <laughs> I had forgotten he Cindy had Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum. And, and uh, It's else? amazing. Uh, I don't know any famous people in there, right? Uh, there was like another guy. There was another f- more famous person. I can't mm-hmm. remember who, but... I think that Cindy... <laughs> Sorry. No. Cindy Lauper <laughs> probably need a walker. <laughs> no, she's Isn't Julian be- Sand in that? Yes, I think he is. The, yes. the Warlock? Yes. Not yet. Justice League, I thought was good. Um, it's amazing to see just how much people hate on DC. I don't think you're allowed to watch Justice League if you watch Thor, according to the internet. Yeah, like, uh, yeah according to the internet, I saw people that were like, I'm not even going to waste my time and re- review it. Like, mm-hmm. And they were like, Wonder Woman wasn't that good. I was like, what? I was like, I don't understand. So anyway, Justice League I thought was good. Like, you know, like the, it, every movie like that has its problem. And apparently Joss Whedon like was a writer. Joss Whedon had he a lot to do over, with so, it. He took over, so I don't even know, like Zack Schneider's daughter killed herself. Yes. Yeah, so so he had to bow out. So Joss Whedon kind of took over. So everyone that's like, oh, Joss Whedon. Blah, people aren't really. Now people are mad at him because he's a big cheat. He was cheating on his wife yeah, all the well, time. It, so Joss Whedon's weird. He's an, I never liked him. I know you don't, but he was kind of like falling out of favor. Way back from like Avengers two, mm-hmm. I think because they didn't like what he did with well, Avengers two. Skojo. wasn't that good. Sorry, I don't think either Avengers movies. Yeah, were good. but anyway, really it wasn't quick. awful. Like Avengers was okay, mm-hmm. you know. But like the one thing that holds back that people are forgetting, like JLA with Justice League, they haven't had like you have all these Marvel movies that you like. It's like not a big deal getting them all together. Where this, like, you have to kind of have a little bit of a backstory without being annoying yeah. about it in less than two hours. It was a two, like, I think it was a two hour movie. And I thought it was good. So I liked I, it. I think I'm going to see it tomorrow. 
And you um, know what, though? What I think Marvel has that DC doesn't is a better soundtrack. Like, if they would pick a better soundtrack, I yeah. really think people would have been like, wow, that was really mm-hmm. cool. But it doesn't have, like, a Guardian of the Galaxy feel to yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, and I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I know a lot of people don't. He just reminds me of a Frank Miller-esque mm-hmm. Batman. Like, like, Batman... I like Batman, but what makes Batman cool is the villains around him, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, so that is my Justice League. I liked it a lot. So, I haven't seen it yet. I do think... Justice League is a good example, but I think a lot of movies are like this. People decide whether they're going to like or hate these movies yeah. before they come, even come out. I had made a comment to someone. I think these movies, you have to give five years before you can get any honest criticism on them either yeah. way. For the record, I think like most of those Marvel movies mm-hmm. are good to watch once, and a lot of them fall apart upon second viewing. I think the Marvel movies are a lot better now. Yeah, I think they got them better. Like, like Thor... Thor- really surprised because I had no hopes for Thor after the first two. And like Chris Hemsworth is a very nice body, but um, and though they had, they it's almost like I wonder how they're gonna like Black Panther's gonna be because I like that it was like humorous but it wasn't over the top like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. but I'm like, are they gonna do that with all their movies now? You know what I mean? I think I that's know. what yeah, that's my fear is that they figured out what works. Yeah. Although it really worked for Thor. It really worked for Th- the Black pa- Panther trailer looks really. Well, he good. He looks awesome. I'm looking um, forward to that. And I did you see the Deadpool? Um, Oh, the Bob Ross thing? Yeah. Yes, I did. That's pretty yeah. funny. But still, like, even though it's, like, probably less than a month out at this point, like, the Star Wars trailer still gets me. Yeah. I'm, like, even, like... When are you seeing it? I don't know yet. Uh, we're seeing it, uh, I think, like, a Sunday mm-hmm. morning. But I was, like, watching that, like, and I've seen the trailer before, but, like, every time, like, it must be just so hard, but, like, they brainwashed me at, like, five years old. I didn't see the trailer until I went to the Salt Thor, the movie. Yeah. Because I don't go and watch stuff online. Like, I just don't care. I don't normally, but certain things you just can't miss. I didn't. Or avoid. Well, good for you. You're a saint. <laughs> I am a saint. Saint Jamie of the internets. So, I don't know if you saw Facebook last night, but I stumbled upon... Uh, I actually was on Instagram. Oh, I know. Is it uh, yeah, I was, Trump Furries? Yes. I was on Instagram, and Joe. I followed Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan listed a news article about the neo-Nazi faction in Furries. And I was like, this has got to be a fake thing. And it was Newsweek article. I'm like, what? Like, this isn't fake. And I went up and I looked and there's like a bunch of other mm-hmm. articles about it. Apparent? Did you read it? I didn't read it. Just Apparently, it. like, it's been like, interrupting the furry convention. Like, there's just like people dressed up as fucking foxes with like fucking swastikas. I kind of believe it, though. I really it's do. really mind blowing that number one. Furries equal total pieces of shit. Like, I hate furries. I'm sorry if you're a furry, but don't fucking listen to this, because I hate you, okay? But, uh, and then now you have Nazi furries? Like, no, they just think they're, you're supposed to be a fucking dog. Like, what dogs don't fucking... Yeah, but they have characters, like Lord Pumblechoo. So dumb. The dumbest thing I've heard. Like, like, so... (laughs) Dumb. So, so we worked at the comic store, and the furries tended to have... The furries would have their fucking meetings, and they thought they were so ab- <laughs> above us, and you're like, you dress like a fucking dog and have to fuck. Yeah, no I'll one say, wants to fuck you. You have to dress up as a horse. First of all, they don't fuck. They yip. Yeah, they yip. Um, and they, that actually is, like, they're such a weird... They're pieces of shit. Like, feeling a superiority. And they did. They did act like they're better than everyone else. Because we would carry some of the, the porn. Well, that's like... Uh, I don't know. For them? Like, furlough? Yes, furlough. I think it's all almost porn, though. It is porn. But it's just mind-blowing that now you have these... It doesn't... When you said um, you're not surprised, it's because they are... Like, it's all, like, 
white dudes and dusters that think they're better than fucking everybody. Wow. <laughs> you thinking of someone in particular? No, no, not in particular. Well, Sam Conway. Um. Oh, Lord. Um, anyway, so furries. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That just blew my mind. It didn't blow. It doesn't surprise me because they probably think they're better than everybody anyway. But so again, if you didn't know, because I'm surprised how many people don't know, but apparently they don't. What, what furries are? Furries are people who dress like they're people who dress as animals, but it's not like it's not like Halloween dress up. It's like a lifestyle. It's, it's like an alternative way... lifestyle, and they. It's not like they dress as any animal. They develop like animal personas. I'm telling you, they'd be like, I am Lord Pumblechook. I am a knight of the realm of the acorn people. And I am a magical fox dragon. And I have, and it's also like, there's an element, like you do you. I, I am not one to, to borrow like something I heard recently to yuck another man's yum. But it's, it's so weird. And there's this bizarre elitism mm-hmm. and there's an element of, um, you know, you know what a Mary Sue is? No. It comes out of actually Star Trek fan fiction. And it's a term for a character that's sort of perfect in every way. So, like, Wesley Crusher would be like a Mar- Mary Sue. He's a young kid. He's like a super genius. He's good at everything. Yeah. And it's a term for generally it's like author surrogate. So, like, Wesley Crusher was sort of an avatar for a old coked out uh, Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> But that's what it is because these are all like, we are superior. I am like king of the realm. And it's like, and it's that like just annoying slash fit culture. And Ugh. But yeah, they used to come in the store and like the store was so small to begin with. And then you'd fit like 12 assholes in the back just looking at their porn mm-hmm. and like laughing and yucking away about, I don't even know what they're talking about. Wearing their fake tails because you weren't oh, allowed yeah, to. Oh yeah, they would wear their tails. Because you weren't allowed to wear full costumes in the mall because yeah. of security. Where so, they're like, well, I can't wear a mask. Like, yeah, because you're in a fucking public place, you asshole. And you know what? You're 45. Yeah, a furry dressing is like a Nazi or like a pseudo-Nazi even. It's not a warm <laughs> stretch. It really isn't. But apparently they were canceling um, conventions. Like, it's gotten such a bad problem that they're canceling. Oh. It, like, disrupted the one in Philly. Yeah, these people so have are fucking you, conventions. Are <laughs> you pro-Nazi because they're shutting down furry conventions? <laughs> no, no, I think I'm they're... I'm not pro-Nazi. I don't know. I, I I don't know what like I guess they're going in and disrupting stuff. I have no idea. Or yeah. there's fights breaking out. I have no idea mm-hmm. what's going on. I, I went from zero to ten because that's one thing that will bring Jamie to a boil is yeah. furries because they're pieces of shit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so um, yeah, that, that's going on. I was like, well, you know what? It's like ah. <laughs> I wonder what awful. music. I wonder if there's music out there that'll be just like I can put under the bed that'll. <sighs> Oh lord! It's like people that dress their cars up for uh, for Christmas. Do people? Seen, yeah, they'll put like antlers and they'll put like a oh, nose. Oh, well, that's like fun. It's Christmas. No, that's you know what? Whoa. That's just dumb. It, it's right. I, this is why the world hates us because we dress our cars up. Yes, well, it's true. <laughs> so we're better than the rest of those countries. <laughs> yeah, so that's my my rant that, on that, furries. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't know what to say now. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. We were running out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I knew that would kill some time. Yeah, that killed some time. Yeah, so we have our Thanksgiving is done, and now we're right into the holidays. Yeah. And stuff. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, i got to take my kitty cat back. He's got to get checked mm-hmm. in about a week. That's really about new with me. Yeah. Uh, school, I have four more days left. Four more days and left. And a final. And two finals. But um, and then I am done. I, I, have, uh, I have a test... And then I immediately have to start catching up on all the lectures I haven't watched because I have, like, the final in two weeks. 
Cray, 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 cray. So I think we've really run out of steam. I don't think <laughs> I can recover from that furry rant. Ugh, ugh. I got to return something to the store, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, just never forget like how much that one guy Sam used to give me and Tony Cadaver so many problems. It was before you were really working there. You might have just started working there. He bought like he would constantly order stuff and my sister or Troy would be like hey well we're not we if you want to order this you have to order the whole case and I remember he was a blow-up Godzilla and he's my was told that he had to buy the whole case and he threw a fit and was like I'm not big, 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 big. and he was just such a piece of shit I hated that guy mm. uh. now I remember groups of them would come in and they like sort of hold court yeah usually on Sunday mornings so and um that was record store day yesterday too yeah <laughs> Or a not lot, yesterday, it was uh, Black Friday. A lot of stores are just having sales on it and not getting the free records. Yeah. They're not free records, but I guess like Vinyl Closet just had a whole, like the last couple of years just gets a whole bunch of merch that sits around. Yeah. So Apparently there wasn't that too many good releases for records. I didn't say anything. I wonder if it's kind of like either having um, it twice a year. Is I think tw- yeah, I think twice. And no one wants to go to the mall or some like, I, I don't mind going to a small business, but mm-hmm. like I'm not going to, I really don't feel like going out Black yeah. Friday. Um, but I, the record uh, show was in town at Oaks uh, this oh, weekend, so yeah. I actually found the one thing I, I wanted to get, which was uh, at the drive-in 10-inch, mm. which I listened to. is pretty good. So that was this weekend, All too. Right. To totally switch gears after yeah. <laughs> But I meant to mention that before, so mm-hmm. it's going to be way over by the time we have this out. But. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, we'll, we'll try to have a... a, a subject next time we've been kind of yeah i do want to do a topic for our like what is 50 percent chance to be our final show of 2017 could be yeah i'd like to get get two more in i'd like to get two as well so we'll see what happens and maybe we can always do a new year's eve too or something because i have a race of a five mile race but that's in the the afternoon so i should be fine so i guess that's a wrap yeah almost so there's something else i want to talk about which i'm actually edited into the first segment so you can find us at furry cons everywhere, <laughs> at furlough magazine, and um, you can find us at Trash South Street on Facebook and mm-hmm. www.trashsouthstreet.com. Yeah, and iTunes and other stuff. Yeah, and, um, rate us. They're not going to rate. I us. know. I just don't even care about that anymore. Whatever. <laughs> I do. People find it. We have like three reviews. We do. I should look. Yeah, yeah. We do. They're all old, other than like there was some new one. Uh. Anyway, um, you all have a good post turkey day. Yeah, get turkey drink. Oh, Maybe I'll dress as a a turkey Viking. Name Gobble Mick Gobbleson and have a sword. Mm-hmm, you should. Yeah, I would be the king of the turkey Vikings. I might hit you with my car. Aww. <laughs>